Poso maoni work, wai wanen kitanen ni mo e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamene hokihi. Listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapus. And Gary Dodge. Vaughn Bowles, public information officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin, is joining us today. Welcome, Vaughn. Good morning. Uh, where and when can children be vaccinated? Yes, yeah, so the big news the Pfizer vaccine is now available to 5 to 11 year olds. So we're going to be vaccinating kids at KPS uh, in the gym on Wednesday. Uh, that'll be the 10th between 11 and 5 p.m. We'll also be doing a vaccine clinic for them at the Menominee Tribal School on Friday the 12th, um, also from 11 to 5 p.m. Is there any other uh, vaccination clinics happening? You know, um, there there are other third parties that are doing them. I know CVS and Walgreens have them available and stuff. That's probably where we will be taking uh, my middle daughter, who's eligible now. Um, But we'll also be doing uh, vaccine clinics at the casino, uh, this week, and those will be from uh, 10 to, I believe it's 3 p.m., um, Monday through Thursday of this next week. And you can get both your COVID vaccination and a flu shot. That's what I did last week. Good I times. I did not have a fun weekend, <laughs> but oh. it was worth it. Good, good. Thank you for yeah. doing that, Sheena. <laughs> uh, will the vaccinations be available for all children in the community or just those who are enrolled at the schools? Yeah, right now, any child, regardless of, you know, what school they go to, can come to these clinics and be vaccinated at either location. And then, are adult and children side effects to the vaccine the same? Theoretically, they'll be the same. Um, We don't really know at this point. Um, Like, widespread, other than what the the studies have have, uh, produced, they seem similar. Hopefully, we won't see as many side effects in kids because their dose is only going to be about one-third that of the adult rate more volume, I should say. Um, so, yes, theoretically, they'd be the same. Hopefully, a lot less, though. Okay. Kids are resilient. <laughs> Kids are resilient, yeah. They probably recover a lot faster than I did. <laughs> but they also they also have pretty active immune systems, so they could react fairly strongly to it. So it could go either direction. Sure. And then is Biden's vaccine mandate going to go into effect in January or can we expect more delays at this point? So what is what is this whole mandate they're talking about? So right now, the White House um, has said that they're requiring or they're going to require all employers with more than 100 employees um, to have their staff vaccinated or tested weekly. Um, additionally, they're saying that they're going to require vaccines for all federal workers um, and contractors that work with the federal government. Um, they're requiring COVID-19 vaccinations for over um, 17 million healthcare workers um, at Medicare and Medicaid participating hospitals um, because only, well, the, the, the healthcare industry hasn't been the most receptive to the vaccination, which I found surprising. So that's why they're, they're calling for that. Um, they're also calling on large entertainment venues um, to require proof of vaccination before entry. So like Lambeau Field or, you know, some theaters in some cases. Um, they're also requiring employees 
to provide paid time off to get vaccinated. So let's let's roll this out. Look at this from you know thirty thousand feet at this point. So there are probably going to be a lot of delays um, because there's already talk of multiple states and large employers bringing suits against the federal government saying that they don't have the right and the ability to do that. They're basing this off of, I would say, the Tenth Amendment in the Bill of Rights, which says that, you know, any power not specifically granted to the federal government reverts to the states. So in theory, our governor could say Wisconsin's doing a vaccine mandate. That would be legal. Um, But the federal government shouldn't be able to do that. And that's why all the suits are going to come forward. So whether it starts up in January, I have no idea. Um, who can say these days with our political climate? But that's that's kind of how that is, and what they're what they're talking about in a nutshell. Do you think that if it doesn't, is it like a possibility that states will do that, like you were talking about? You know, I I don't know. I know a lot of what they would air quote red states, um, Texas, Florida, strike me as the two most prominent ones, um, have already passed. Uh, legislation prohibiting um, that the federal government can step in like employ to employ in places of employment there we go um, saying that they need to get vaccinated um, they're taking more of the state's rights and personal rights um, view of it where you know it's their body it's their choice they can make own their own health care decisions so um, we'll see how it goes we'll see how it goes I mean it's it's very possible part of it gets implemented and um, another half of it gets wrapped up in the court for an extended period of time. And so I don't know. I don't know at this point. I know I've asked you before, but is how is this affecting the tribe as we are under federal regulation, right? You know, that's a great question for our legal department because we also fall into that sovereign nation category too. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, to be honest. Okay, um, so I saw that there was an antiviral pill that's been approved in the UK for um, COVID-19. So can you talk a little bit about that? Sure. The drug manufacturer Merck um, produced a pill. It's called, and I'm probably going to butcher this because it rolls off the tongue, Molnupiravir, but it also goes by the catchy name of Ligavir. I think that's how you pronounce both those names. Not totally sure. Anyway, it's it's an antiviral. Um, the UK Ministry of Health approved it this last Thursday. It's for individuals that are um, 18 or up uh, and have a severe case of COVID or are likely to face severe COVID. So if you have, uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? Comorbidities such as obesity, diabetes, any sort of heart condition or chronic lung condition, they're recommending that they take this. Uh, it's most effective when it's taken within, you know, uh, the first five days of infection. So they're saying, you know, you get tested five days after potential exposure, you know, with onset of symptoms. That's when you want to take it as soon as you possibly can at this point. So it's good news hearing that they've produced something like that. Can we expect that the U.S. is going to be having something similar? Like, is there anything in trial or in uh, trials right now? It's highly probable that we have something like that going on. The FDA is has set up kind of a commissioner task force that they're calling the Coronavirus Coronavirus Acceleration Program or CCAP. 
Sea tap. I'm sorry. Um, and they're working with, yeah, I know. <laughs> also, great acronyms that roll off the tongue. But they're they're working with researchers and, and drug companies and stuff to look at at developing new drugs and also off label uses for things that have already been FDA approved. Uh, right now, they're looking at approximately about 660 different drugs that are either in development or in, and um, there are about 470 that are in review. So a lot of it um, is looking at off label use, uh, which is using a drug other than the way it was initially. Uh, approved for so it could be administering it a little differently giving a dose that's different um, or giving it for something that you know wasn't initially considered uh, upon you know recommendation or approval uh, from the FDA like in some cases they'll use antipsychotics for things like Alzheimer's disease or ADHD um, apparently Viagra can be used as like a cancer treatment at different doses. I didn't know that. I, I found that out while I was researching this. Um, but that's also why you see like the, the ivermectin um, conversation coming up as an off-label use. It's, it's a Nobel Prize-winning antiparasitic drug um, that they're saying is also effective for COVID. Not FDA-approved, not saying you should do that, everyone. But that's, that's why they're looking at it like that. So the monoclonal antibodies, am I saying that right? Monoclonal antibodies, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, is that kind of work similar to the antiviral, just like? Sort of. So monoclonal, monoclonal antibodies are essentially like laboratory engineered antibodies. Um, so you can build them to be specific to whatever you want. So they do have monoclonal antibodies specific for COVID. Um, they're only given uh, intravenously right now as far, yeah, intravenously. So they don't have a pill form and stuff that you could take otherwise. So, um, but we do have them at the tribal clinic. If you do need them, if you're having severe symptoms and whatnot, severe case of COVID. So that is available to us. But it's just kind of the same idea of lessening your severity of your infection. Yeah, absolutely. After you've it, already been infected. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so if you're like me and you got your booster shot, <laughs> um, are we going to have to get another booster shot in about six months? Because that's what we were, that's what we did this time. Yeah. So there hasn't been extensive research into it yet, but there are groups saying that the COVID shot might become more like a seasonal flu shot. Um, and there's, there are kind of two reasons for that. Typically when viruses are out in the wild, they evolve or, or mutate um, and trend towards being more virulent. So people catch them easier, but less lethal. Uh, that's kind of, kind of what we're hoping will happen with COVID, um, but it'll just be out there forever at this point, probably. So um, it may be your next flu shot. Okay, so uh, how many boosters has Menominee Tribal Clinic administered at this point? Clinic's given out a little over 400 in the last two weeks, uh, which is great. Uh, in addition to that, we also had uh, 1,900 vaccines administered during the incentive program that the tribe put out. So just want to thank everyone for participating in that. Uh, we have five major age groups that have at least 90% uh, of uh, one dose received already. So the tribe's really doing a great job in leading a good portion of the state in, in receiving vaccinations. So just want to thank everyone for doing that. It's really been amazing. And um, can you just tell us or update us a little bit on what our local numbers look like right now as far as infections? Yes, we have uh, a little less than 10 right now, which is pretty good, uh, especially compared to last year. We haven't had um, 
uh, haven't had any new deaths due to COVID, which is great. And we only have one person that's hospitalized right now. From what I hear, they're doing all right, which is great. Um, we haven't had any new cases crop up in the last three days. I know it's not huge, but um, we'll really see how things are going after about a week and a half down the road once we start seeing if anything came about from Halloween. Hopefully there hasn't been a big, you know, increase in numbers, um, but we'll see. But things things are looking pretty good right now with uh, case rates and case numbers both going down. Hopefully the booster stuff kind of might head that off a little bit. That would be um, fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you have any last thing you want to talk about? Just want to thank everyone. Uh, remember, you know, as, as the season gets colder, keep washing your hands. Um, you know, wear masks in public. We have flu season coming up too, in addition to COVID. So, you know, it's not, no fun to get that either. So try to stay healthy out there. Good luck. Okay. Thank you, Vaughn. You bet. Well, I went in for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the Community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. If you have any topic suggestions or questions about COVID-19, you can send those to us at podcast at mitw.org.